0: Consider y'all hashtag blessed because you've just stumbled across the Gay Agenda YYC, a podcast that spills the tea on all things LGBT and Q in the Calgary area. So join me at the Gay Agenda YYC and the squad hashtag trademark as we solve all your first world gay probs one hashtag at a time.
1: On the gay agenda YYC.
0: With me, because he said if I didn't put him on the podcast at least once this season, he's not going to cook me dinner anymore. Is my husband Eric? Hi, Eric. Hey. How you been
1: doing? Um, you know, just living in the basement because <laughs> I don't let yes. him upstairs. Yeah, you don't let me see the sunlight that's anymore. Right. You stay down there, troll. <laughs> yeah, that's you only exactly let what me I'd up to cook
0: meals. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I do let you live the Cinderella life. <laughs> yes. Not the post glass slipper. No. But it's before. It's yes. before. Yes. Yes, that's all he deserves. And because uh, he started off my season, and I was going to end it off this season with me. Say hi once again to Marino. Hey. And then I'm popping someone's cherry on the podcast today, nice. uh, I, right? Mm. We love a good cherry It's going to be a little mm. messy, but we all enjoy it. It's, um, say hello to my good friend Dwayne. Hello. He <laughs> told me it wouldn't hurt. <laughs> I know, I'm sorry. They always say that. It's like, we say just the tip too, and that's not going to happen. How many times have we been told that lie? Come on. Okay, so we were talking about
2: changes on this episode. You know, with my boyfriend at the time, sitting around, having, having a beer or whatever, wine spritzer because you know I mean we're all being a bunch of fags here mm-hmm. so um, and they're like this is a gay thing oh, <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh yeah I sorry yeah. They,
0: I think I just wanted to have a, a
3: t- small tiny conversation about uh, I, I was gonna have to be so mentally it's alert a, it's, today it's, it's exactly <laughs> <laughs> nice sunny sunny exactly Sunday right. it is a delightful year day, day. But, have a drink he says it'll make things easier yeah. so. <laughs> hey at least
0: I got you talking right I'm going to let the boys uh, dial up their grinder. (laughs) That makes it sound like i still got dial-up. I swear I don't. I mean, Um, you kind of do. Oh my god, could you imagine having to do grinder (laughs) on a modem? God, sending headless dick shots that way? That would be ridiculous. Okay, and we are back. Um, and holy God, um, when Dwayne opened up his grinder, it was like pop, pop, pop. Torsos everywhere, not a head to be seen. So, but how did it feel? Like Story of my life. Right? Everyone calling you daddy and then just kind of <laughs> not bothering to uh, pay attention. Yeah. yeah, so they're treating you like the dad that just left. And um, so, yes, today we are talking about changes. And every time I say it, I just hear David Bowie in my head, and it's kind of annoying, but... Oh, yeah. Uh, right? I yeah. Just, that's what I'm hearing. If I could secure the rights to it, I'd use that as my theme song, but just believe it, that's the song that this, so- this whole episode should be about. The idea for this podcast came about because... On merinos and mine eyes, that's a—it's a very difficult way to say that. Um, on our pod, on our previous podcast, we were talking about our quarter-life crisis mm-hmm. because we're not midlife because we are not of that age, and people nowadays and you, you actually plan on living past eighty. Well, yeah, Fuck. I know. I'm
2: sorry. Just deal with it. Um plan yeah. on putting you in the home next week? I know. Well, you can still do that. Yeah. You can still put that. Talk, talk about true. changes, right? Like, yeah. Put them in the home right <laughs> so now. Boom. As long done. as I get
0: put in, I don't care. <laughs> um,
1: but yeah. Um, and it's one of those cheap government funded ones that you don't get put in there. Oh my God. I, don't, don't, even, I don't even get sunlight. Yeah. <laughs> SpongeBob? Yeah, maybe.
2: No.
0: If we're lucky. Use no. A rag that you
2: can use for the whole week. <clears throat> yeah. yeah. That yeah. wouldn't be any different. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah
0: it's my toilet paper and my toothbrush whatever <laughs> just have to remember what side I used and okay so <laughs> um <laughs> I know I know I, I can just imagine now for Christmas everyone is going to send me a cum rag now <laughs> I'll be like thank you I've got a year's worth of toiletries <laughs> um okay so um changes in one's life That's what we're talking about, uh, because, as we all know, our life expectancy has shot up from when we were first... I'm talking about the left side of the elders on the table, not my husband. Yeah, so because we're all of an age where our life expectancy was supposed to be, like, 72. Like, when we were growing up, it was supposed to be 72. Now, it's... Uh, closer to 100. Like, we can expect to probably 95% live to the to age of 100. Women are a little bit older, but because of modern technology and the way we quote-unquote live healthy and all that stuff, it, that's what it is. So, by the time you hit your midlife crisis at 40, as it used to be, and bought the Porsche that Dwayne did not buy, good boy, you are already, some, some people, 15 years off retirement and the the end of your life, your your golden years, if you would, but that's not the case for most of us anymore. Because uh, I know I have decided that there's probably no way that I can retire at sixty five even. So I might even be working all the way up past through seventy. So it's it's very much so that we are should be allowed to make changes and decisions in our life that affect us now, so we're not just stuck in a rut like maybe our parents were. Those parents that worked at Blimpkin Paper Factory, what what did we call it? Is it, uh, it was the thing from... I think it was Breaking Bad. Didn't he run a paper... Wasn't that
3: The Office? Well, maybe.
0: You is Dunder, it is? Dunder Mifflin. Yeah, you're thinking of The Office. Dunder Mifflin? Yes. Uh... Okay, yeah, that's it. I was also probably thinking um, uh, Heroes, because... Claire's dad also quote-unquote worked at a paper factory. Um, so yes, you, you're, you started your job when you are 18 right fresh out of high school and you worked there all the way up till 65 or whenever you had your 3.5 children with your white pick offense and whatever, whatever. However, none of us are having any of that because we're poor and life just keeps on going and you never be able to retire. So, that's the premise because we are in our midlife-ish crisis That we're changing our lives. So, how is everyone, how does everyone feel about that idea? Are we ready to live that long? Is that that scary to people? Are you happy with where you are at in your lives now? Eric, how about we start? (laughs) Uh, I'm not saying, as a senior senior one, (laughs) yes, exactly. I'm not (laughs) not gaslighting him to say that he's happy in the relationship or anything. Um, But I know just because, in case my, my my uh, constant listeners don't know because you've recently changed jobs. I have. Okay, how about we talk about that?
1: Yes. Uh, so um, I was with a pharmacy for about two years, and then it kind it of kind of became well. It had always been really toxic, and um, I just had enough. There was a bunch of shit that went down, and some some shady shit. And so I I did some job hunting, and um, managed to get a position back with the company I was with a couple years ago, back when. Um, You started Gay Agenda, Mm -hmm. and uh, so I've been back there a month now, and uh, yeah, it's been really good to be back, and um, yeah.
0: (laughs) Okay. Um, I think, um, like a lot of people, it's, especially right now, it's difficult to think about a change in careers. Yes. Because the market, being the way it is, it's tragic, and... You are worried about post-COVID, how everything is... Like, we still don't know what's going on in the world. They say that the market is... uh, Like, there's more jobs for everyone, but it's actually very difficult to find employment with some people
1: well i've been job hunting for the better part of a year mm-hmm. before this opportunity came back
0: yeah and it was just kind of out of the blue and it just yeah. happened you snapped it up
1: yes and mm-hmm. the the manager happened to recognize my name and it, my job interview wasn't so much of what can you do for us it's here's a job i need you to do can you do it yeah and what do you want to be paid yeah and i went yeah and my old wage please mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> you didn't
3: ask for more <laughs>
1: Um, My old wage was already a significant raise, so I wasn't trying to be greedy. (laughs) Mm -hmm.
0: You just wanted out. Yeah. Um, So, and I think it's, uh, so for a lot of people, like, that doesn't feel like an option. Um, I I know even with me, like, I've had my same job for, it'll be going 15 years um, next year. I'm not looking for another career at (laughs) the moment. Like, I am okay with where I'm at. As long as I keep it in my head that it's only there to get me money like it's not a it's a job it pays the more it's not a career work to live right mm-hmm. that's that's what it is um, how about you my dear
3: friend Dwayne I know Well, I'm probably <laughs> different because I've been I've been doing my job for Close to 30 years. Mm -hmm. Uh, Not the same company, but same career. The
0: same job. Yeah. Yeah. Do you like
3: your job? I love work. Okay. I mean, I'm... Well, then that's it. probably a workaholic. I work... um, I sleep with my phone. I, you know, like I answer emails and texts at midnight, six in the morning. Oh, Lord. On vacation. I I literally love what I do. And I'm very fortunate. I work for a great family and, you know, they treat me well and... It not always work now don't get me wrong there are days mm-hmm. <laughs> you know Friday was a day <laughs> when uh, we had an employee who said they didn't get paid when they did get paid yeah so you know there's a panic and there's a thing you know, and it's like okay you know an hour later and it's all gone and it, it's over but yeah I'm I'm blessed that I chose a career it was my it's my um, second career out of high school I actually went into pre-med. So I was gonna be a.
0: You were gonna be a doctor. Doctor.
2: Doctor Daryl. Ooh, that'd I mean, be a he hot.
3: Was. See, you should have done it. Yeah. Well, <laughs> my friend did, and and then he died in a plane accident. Well, going, that's not that's not a reason to not going to, a save, to, <laughs> not going to become, save a patient. And yeah. I'm like, oh my god, I'm so glad that our lives sort of didn't go the same way. Yeah. And like, you just know you wonder how some people go.
0: Well, with mm-hmm. but then again, that's exactly it. The the, the whole changes in uh, you don't know. Right. What and I have a huge
3: fascination with medicine still, so yeah. I, I still uh, you know, quite enjoy it. But in terms of change, um, my mom passed away about nine years ago, and that really brought forward to me the purpose of living. Mm-hmm. And she came from that generation where you worked and worked until you mm-hmm. retired, and they had started to snowbird uh, for two seasons yep. and then got sick, and six weeks later was dead. Yeah, that's like my dad. It, it's traumatic because you look at, you know, these your parents who work so hard to enjoy retirement. And then they don't get and it. And then it's gone. Yeah. And then you look I looked at myself and my partner and I. We were going down the exact same path. Yeah. Like everything we did was about paying off the mortgage, putting away for retirement. And not that we didn't live, but we weren't living, you mm-hmm. know, the yeah. same way. We were always waiting until one day, and then, yep. you know, we had to really step back and reevaluate what our priorities were. Right. Um, and life became a priority for us, and don't look back. Well,
0: and I think that's uh, that in itself was an important lesson to learn. And yeah. gl- luckily, you learned it at least, you know, when you could do something right. about
3: it. Yeah, absolutely.
0: Yeah. I know, because I, I have FOMO with you all the time, because you're always out... Like, you know, you're traveling, you're you're doing your little scuba thing, and every time, like, you're so excited. And I'm like, fuck, I would just love to know what it's like to take a vacation. Like, to go somewhere. I just, it's, that's never a thought in my head to do stuff like that. But again, I think it's, a lot of it is because I'm so uh, stuck in the, okay, not that we even have to save. We need to survive mm-hmm. the right now. Mm-hmm. Like, and that's that's what it is all the people of my age or even younger the millennials and all they're doing is traveling i'm like how the fuck do you even do that right like like uh, we i am uh, we both have full-time jobs Mm -hmm. we are paying our mortgage paying the bills and then we're eating craft dinner like that's Mm -hmm. literally how are you in ibiza sorry i just spat everywhere trying to say that word (laughs) um partying it up every other weekend i I just i don't get it However, if you found a way with which it works for you I'm not saying Dwayne isn't in Ibiza mm-hmm. every other weekend but he definitely goes traveling a lot so good for
1: you he switches up he goes
0: for
3: a morrow and so on oh that's days. true Sorry. yeah mm-hmm. he likes it spicy I'm lucky mm-hmm. I really am yeah that's all it but is.
0: if if it's if that is your like if that's what makes you happy then yes go forth and do it like you said don't. Uh, and I think that is a lot of our concern is that we will work and work and work and just have nothing to show for it because at the end it will, will be 70 and then we've done nothing right. because we're trying, to, we need to make sure that we survive it. And that's not what anyone wants to do, I don't think. So having to roll back and decide to do stuff for the now versus for the future. Uh, that's all well, waxing poetic I guess
3: the expression is you only live once but I think it's you only die once mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you live mm-hmm. every day yeah right? yeah, I mean, yeah, you have, yeah you have to live responsibly and you know you have to make choices that are prudent and, and make sense for you um, and and for me like I said I'm lucky I'm very lucky and you know we're just taking advantage of that while we have yeah but people ask me when I'm gonna retire and you know I'm like I don't know when when I'm done. Yeah. Like, I enjoy working. So maybe when I don't enjoy working will be when I retire. Mm-hmm. Uh, or maybe I'll work differently. You know, maybe I'll go work for a not-for-profit. Or yeah, maybe yeah. I'll work for yeah. you know, for something else. But for now, why wouldn't I? Right? Well, and I, th- I honestly
0: think, um, even just thinking, like, just as it's going through my head, when, when we were younger, and I think we've all seen it, people that are 40 and 50, when we were, like, 10, they seemed so old. Mm-hmm. Like they looked old, mm-hmm. right? And now, even just sitting around this table, there is a very much there's like a 20 year age difference for some of us, right? And uh, <laughs> <I'm just laughs> saying, I didn't say what the math was.
2: There, was. there was a number mentioned and a finger presented. Yes. yes. If, you need, if you need the uh, <laughs> visual, I think
0: there were tawdry words being mouthed my way. Um, mm. I am offended. And, Please. but anyway, but we don't, I don't think any of us look that old no. as to what in my mind that those ages were like, I think, um, even Eric and I had talked about it before uh, when uh, I was all depressed when I turned 40 and I'm, but he's trying to console me. Yes. What a loving husband by saying, I don't look 40, but I look at myself and I guess I don't like in my mind, I don't look as old as I am. But i think is is that a a whole cultural kind of shift that a lot of people aren't besides getting plastic surgery all the time but is it because we are not working ourselves to the bone all the time and having all of this that we are able to not look as old and weathered because there's people god I remember like pics from like the 1900s when cameras were first invented and, and like people that looked 30 because they had to like work on the farm all the time and they had 10 kids they looked like they were almost 100
3: Mm -hmm.
0: like our bodies aren't meant Mm -hmm. like our bodies are very reactive to the conditions that they are put in Mm -hmm. so that's just what i'm thinking like i don't think any of us are ready close to retirement because we don't look like it we are like look at our flawless skin Mm -hmm. like come on people (laughs) jesus but yeah, that's that's my.
3: Thoughts. I, I don't think we see ourselves age as dramatically as when you don't see somebody for a long time, right? right. right. It's like yeah. the COVID nineteen that people talked about, or the COVID fifteen, whatever mm-hmm. number you want to put on it's it. It's COVID sixty five. You don't see it, and then all of a sudden, it, you know, it's there, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. And aging is the same thing. But I know that I look in the mirror and go, "You're old." Really? <laughs> oh I my don't God. see it. No, I appreciate that. No, all. I just I, I Where do we leave the check.
0: Yeah. <laughs> you brought a cake. This is why I yes. have to be nice. Yeah. Um, no, I just uh, I don't know. And I think I will also do the whole when I open grinder and there's actually face shots. And I look and someone says that, like their age and I'm like, oh my god! Like I look at him and I'm like he's younger than I am. And that's what I'm like. This is what did what happened to you? Right. Like. Mm-hmm. He got ridden hard and put away wet. Like, that is just terrible. And other than than maybe he's lying and maybe this is an old picture, which is just even sadder. Uh, But when you look at something, and I think he looks 60 and he says he's 38, that's, like, what happened. I don't know, maybe it's... Uh, Then I want to say maybe it's a gay thing because we don't have kids we don't have worries and we don't have right that's exactly it and that's in my head again going back to me thinking that everyone's like me but they're not because we've all had different stories Um, I don't know I I expect I think this is just it like we are not our parents and we're not living the same lives and Mm -hmm. we are not doing the same things and we should we're not expected to do the same things
1: so when we are here are we also starting to. To, and I hate to use the term self care because I think it gets overused, but are we starting to incorporate that more in our lives as <clears throat> I'll say this generation to mm-hmm. be fair to everyone disabled? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but are we are we doing that? Are we actually taking care of ourselves more than our parents did when I, we were growing
0: up? I think so. Um, how many parents?
1: And, and I don't mean just like working on eating healthy. I, I mean like. No, but that's what I, I was just about to say.
0: But those yeah. two are very important things. Did um, anyone's, anyone's parents here? Go to the gym. Right? Mm-hmm. Do they go to the gym five times a week? Like, mm-hmm. that is not something our parents would have done. Yeah. But we are doing it because it is... We know it's beneficial and we know it's good. People... Did, would Our parents, other than if they're part of Greenpeace and trying to save the environment, ever go vegan. Like, it's not something that... Like, especially in Alberta, where, you know, red meat is pretty much a side. Like, it's... It's just not something that is ever incorporated fully into their lifestyle so i think it's because lifestyles are changing that uh, all the perceptions and the realities of everything that this is what life is is totally changing right does that make sense yeah am i like talking out my arse like i usually am okay Marino, it's your turn what's what's i know what's going on with you okay Um, so since we last spoke um you you were in a, a job that you had worked for your career, you've been yeah, there for a while
2: too. So right? I've been a school teacher all my life, all my life. Listen, to me, I've been in school all my life. Really, I have been in school all my life. I mean, you guys got got lucky, got you escaped. I still went to the school. <laughs> actually, taught at one, one of my assignments. I taught at my old school, and it was actually it was one of my favorite jobs. But mm-hmm. I did. I taught at my old school. So uh, I've been teaching since my early twenties, and um, you know, maybe my mid forties now. Um, you know, it's a it's been a it's been a it's been a, it's been a ride, and part of that ride is you know you see things you see generations you see how kids grow and and they change and how they become who they are and uh it's wonderful and it's it's great um but also you know also i've discovered that I, i i have mental illness so uh i you know i've been diagnosed with depression and anxiety and um you know adhd and you know i'm no i don't joke about those types of things and uh certainly the pandemic um has changed me in the sense of like i've uh reacted you know understandably to to what's going on in the world and you know i've had to take time off and uh this past year alone i actually a few few weeks after you know hanging out with you it so, seems it's always my fault. It your fault um i had to take some time off and um and it was really bad it was a very bad time um I, you know i'm gonna words but uh there was there were uh aspects of suicide that were going on and uh, we had to you know had to go to the hospital and uh it was tough and uh I went back to work uh which I shouldn't have but because of how my job is set up now uh, I had to go back and um I went I worked there for about two weeks and I did the whole like Tyra Banks uh that girl that walked into the um, mm-hmm. walked into the uh, you know and in the interview the interview and she mm-hmm. just was like fuck it and she walked out it wasn't quite like that I had to say but I did I went up to my boss and I, I was in the middle of I had one more period of, to teach and I said to him like I'm done and then I just I walked away I grabbed my stuff and I uh, went in my car and I drove I drove away and I bawled like completely cried my eyes off and um yeah, it was tough, but I had to do it because my my mental well being was not being cared for in that environment. And it was a good environment. Don't get me wrong. The school was a pretty decent school um, for the most part. Um, but I, I knew that I couldn't be cared for uh, the way that I needed to be cared for in that environment. Uh, just my boss, great guy, wonderful man. He uh, like. I hate to say it, kids are not being disciplined the way that they used to be, and uh, you can get yelled at by a kid because for whatever reason today, and, you know, you you, a conversation with your boss about it, and he immediately says, well, what are you going to do about it? As opposed to, like, we need to have this child understand what, what, you know, boundaries are, and, uh, you know, me being someone with a mental illness. I, it's it's too much too much to handle. Having this barrage of entitlement thrown at me, and I have to be the better of the person. I have to be the adult in the room. I, yeah. I I'm too I'm too sensitive for it, and uh, unfortunately, and I just I have to take care of myself. So I don't know what I'm going to be doing next. I mean, I do. I mean, we do have talked about the uh, swimsuit yep. thingy thing that I'm, I'm starting up and it's going well but it's slow right of and it's not going to be it's not this is not going to pay the bills like don't get me wrong right you know I'm not Calvin Klein here right this isn't going to pay the bill so I have to find something else obviously to supplement probably I'm going to sub so I'll probably be subbing in your uh, you know your, your son or daughter's class soon kids but that's another thing about having a mental having anxiety is you have to learn how to negotiate with it and part of it is it's not like you know PTSD where you get triggered in a way where you should not be around triggers. Having anxiety is you need to learn how to negotiate and, mm-hmm. and be comfortable with the uncomfortable, I guess you could say. Um, it's a, it's a weird thing in, in in you know in the mental health community, but but to be honest, having uh, that's a that's a, a way that I can control the situation without having it go out of out of control for myself because honestly if I have like one day where I'm in your know some kids class and you melting me off I'm like well I'm not here tomorrow so what the fuck do I care right so you don't want to do your homework whatever Eh, Whatever. yeah you know what that's mr. Smith's problem and I don't have to deal with it so so probably that's what's gonna I'm gonna be I'm gonna be like Dorothy you know off Golden Girls and Mm -hmm. just sub here and just be bitchy and scratchy and catty I don't know Stan all the time yeah talk about Stan all the time (laughs) Which I'm, I'm more than happy to do, mm-hmm. for the time being. It's fine.
0: First of all, thank you for that, because I didn't know all of that. And that's just, it's, you know, um, anyone that has, anyone that goes through that, and I, I understand it. I went through it myself. Mm-hmm. So it is a very difficult thing to do. Um, and it's a very difficult thing to talk about. Yeah. Um, I, mine is five, four, five years now. I... I had taken leave of absence from work for about the same thing. It's,
1: I was getting, I was getting, I was having three. very, three, four, I don't know, whatever. Three uh, years because a weekend you're like, hey, let's go look at houses. And I went, what? Oh, that's right.
0: <laughs> um, I was very high, in, it was extremely high anxiety. Um, I was getting <clears throat> panic attacks every time I was getting near it. And I just couldn't do it. And then I the same kind of thing. I went on a leave, came back for... Two weeks, decided I can't do it anymore. Right. And I had to step down just to get out of the, of the situation that I was in. I didn't see any other way, so I went from being a manager to something else. And then they removed me from that place, and I've been okay. I just... Right. Uh, it, it, I, I, I get it. So... Yeah. And, it, and it's, not, it's not a situation... It's not a decision that you make lightly, but it's one of those things that it's like this is the end of your rope and you don't know what to do Mm -hmm. and you or you feel like you're falling and all you want to do is pull that thingy for the parachute to make you stop it's Mm -hmm. very uh it's a very difficult situation so i'm I'm i appreciate that thanks i do um and now it's tough my god now you're gonna like make me have the feels and (laughs) jesus i don't have feelings um
2: I, i just think it's just an indicator of like where we are right now right and i i hate to say it i feel like understanding how boundaries work is a is a is a very difficult conversation for people to have these days i think we don't we don't want to because i think it it's it's all about me the whole me 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 and what i want and not not giving space and time for others to to have their their moments Mm -hmm. and um and you know like I it's it's just just like that's how I see you know like we're talking about kids right like this is how I see kids now it's it's so much it's so evident that they you know and I don't know if it's a COVID thing I do think it is a lot to do with COVID too right but you can't say no anymore Mm -hmm. Like no is not an okay word. Like if I I I have had kids where they, they will look at me and go, I'm like no you 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 can't do that, and they they have a temper tantrum like they're five years old and it's, it's wild right? It's a completely wild experience to to negotiate with. Like I don't I don't I and I, I'm like I'm tired. I have I'm, I'm tired of it. You know I have to see you know, a bunch of homosexuals do it on the weekend. You know. <laughs> At the bar, I don't really want to be seeing it. Just have bad
3: I attitudes. where it was happening. <laughs> you
0: know, I don't want to be seeing it. He had a bunch of homosexuals at his house yeah. all the time. And, you, know, you know, what I mean.
2: Like it's just, uh, but I'm, I'm teasing here a little bit, mm-hmm. but but obviously it's 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 right now. I, I obviously I'm not well equipped to to do my job the way that I used to, mm-hmm. and I need to take care of myself.
0: Yeah. Well, and I think in order to equip yourself you need to understand what the problems are and you if you need time in order to deal with that then that's just fine and it, like you said if you're going to just be if you're going to be able to just rely on the skills that you already have as like and do the sub like do the subbing and everything like that you are still able to do your job mm-hmm. but you are yes you are taking away what you know is going to be the issue whether it is or not, like the, yeah, who knows? the full-time caring about your children. Like right. that's... Yeah. You're not their babysitter, right? So you, no. and you shouldn't have to teach them how to be an adult by understanding that there is a reason we say no. Like, and that's totally... The way people are raising their children nowadays is a different podcast. But I think... Um, Sign me up. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> have you... You've, you've already raised your own kids, haven't yeah. you? Like a
3: voice of experience. Yeah.
0: Like, I'm just... In the idea of change, I think that Marino, uh, like, he understood it. He, he, he got the memo that change is okay. And I think uh, we were also talking about something this morning with Eric and... Because we were having family issues. And a, a discussion that sometimes you need to hit some kind of rock bottom and or have some kind of instigating incident in order to react and create change. Mm-hmm. It's like you just need to hit that brick wall and realize this isn't fucking working and then right. do something different. Change isn't always um, this slow evolution. It is sometimes very fast and you're not ready for mm-hmm. it. Um and I, I don't I don't know which one's better. Like sometimes just being forced into a situation that you need to make a decision right away. Hopefully it's right. Sometimes I, I don't know. I am that kind of person that will procrastinate to the very end and then mm-hmm. just rip off the band-aid and just deal with it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like that's just how I. That's how I work. I just I don't I don't like to think a lot in advance. There's uh, and I think. I think Dwayne's looking at me he's like oh my god I could I would never be able to deal like that <laughs> you are it's planning funny. ahead months in advance I know you are right and but yeah no I will like if I have to do something I'm like okay I'll put it in my phone not look at it for however long and like oh that's happening tomorrow mm, what am I gonna do okay and like literally and this, and this could be like something very important I just no I'm I'm the worst when it comes to
1: that but yeah which means it must drive you nuts being married to me because there are certain things where i'm like so i need to know like six weeks in advance yeah. and you're like fuck off yeah
0: i know I, I will just give you an answer whether it's it's the right <laughs> answer or the answer that, I'm, that i believe in just to make you shut up like i know that and then i will just go with it i'm like even if it's like like so you look at me you're like well you said you wanted to do this i'm like that was six weeks ago this is definitely not whatever
1: I wanted to do. No, but even things like your schedule, because you are very shift scheduled, and so I'm like, what are you working so that I can plan out my week accordingly? He's like, I don't fucking know. I'm like, can you throw your shifts into the calendar, please? But I also think that that's that's (laughs) uh,
0: one of the reasons for it. I don't have a regimented schedule, so I can't live that life of well four weekends from now i don't know if i have to work or not like it's it's very i know a week in advance like that is and that's how i live my life i just i know i'm taking july x to x off because it's vacation i've booked it that's it so i know if you know if this is like in the middle of may i know i've got july 12th off like that's (laughs) it so i don't know okay uh, Dwayne is like chomping at the bit to like get in here he's like oh my god
3: no I'm, j- I'm just first of all i want to acknowledge both of you for for sharing that intimate and very personal experience that you've had because i can't relate to it right? i hmm. can be empathetic which is not a natural trait for me so i'm trying to be empathetic mm-hmm. <laughs> ask my daughter <laughs> <laughs> she got all the empathy in the family yeah um but it's interesting when you say like the planner and I'm sure my other half would say otherwise but yeah like we do everything in, in months, months and years in advance mm-hmm. yeah okay. holidays are booked yeah for 2023
2: kind of wow planning, right? must but, be
3: nice right? you, so you see. have to have the idea you have to know what your what future you're living in. fair enough right so if you put it out there then it becomes a reality um, you're manifesting that's what you're doing perhaps okay. and saving yeah so new age, and it it's funny, not haha, but I I actually was talking to my doctor um, this week about um, getting some prescriptions renewed, mm-hmm. and she was asking how I did during COVID, and mm-hmm. you know, I was saying, I always consider myself to be analytical, right? Highly analytical, right? And I, and I play things over and over, and I go through all of the what if scenarios, mm-hmm. and and she sort of looks at me and sits back and waits, and I said, but during COVID, I had this revelation that. Isn't that what anxiety is? Where you can't stop the what-if scenarios. Yeah. And so it's funny. I'm like, do I have anxiety? And then I started to analyze whether or not I was anxious. Because I don't know. Yeah. Right? Like, mm-hmm. if you have a headache, you know what that feels like. If you break a bone, you know what that feels like. But if you have a mental disorder or illness, right? You don't know what that feels like until you get to the, mm-hmm. the bottom, right? And so, and I was I was laughing because it's my sort of defense mechanism and and she's looking at me and she's like are you okay like are you okay and i'm like Mm -hmm. i'm good yeah i will will analyze this and next time we talk Mm -hmm. i'll have gone through every myriad that you can think of but it's it's really interesting and i i blame all of it on covid Mm because it just shut me down from interacting with people Mm -hmm. yeah it's it's tough very very tough i can't imagine Mm -hmm. right
0: i think um as um, as much as I want to poo-poo COVID for all of the stuff that it did, yep. I actually think for me, it forced me to get out not get out there, but get out into the, into the world of social media. Mm-hmm. Um, right. Like before that, because um, that's the time I met both, in theory, that's when I met both of you was over like the yeah, COVID. Yeah, no, over, over uh, conversations online. Right. Because that, that was forcing me just to like, I don't know. I, I, uh, I was realizing there was no way I'd ever be able to meet anyone in the real world right now, right? Mm-hmm. So why like I've got all these people, like the world is there. Let's get let's get it in and get myself out there and enjoy enjoy life as it is, right? right. I was YOLOing as during COVID as best as I can. So I I thought that because for me I'm a very Introvert, shy person in real life. So uh, ever meeting someone out in the real world, it just terrifies me. So speaking of A, anxiety, because I'd never actually met Duane before, I was highly anxious before you showed up. I was like pacing and worrying and just doing my com- normal thing should we compare notes no well see and that's just me like that's just me and that's what it is and even because marino's coming over i'm like i haven't seen him in months and i don't know and so i'm just panicked because people are coming and i don't know how to behave and all that stuff it's very very weird also as a an aside for you and being at the doctor and asking yourself am do i have anxiety is that what this is When I went to the doctor to first um, diagnose me uh, with depression, my doctor hands me this little piece of paper, which is just a checklist that he's like, do you feel this? Do you feel... Did you get that? Oh, yeah. Yeah.
2: We talked about it in my last...
0: Yeah, Yeah. do you get this? Do you get this? And so he... So I give it back to him. And he's like, congratulations, you're depressed. And I fucking started bawling. It was... I cried. And it wasn't because of what he said but it was like thank god i finally know DC, that there's DC. something wrong with me and it's just it's not just me it's it's a thing and it was so uh it, it was uh i don't it was so th- everything it just I don't, i'm not gonna say it felt better but just to know that i could put my finger on what the issue was it was yeah, you, amazing you were able to label it yeah. yeah, and I it was totally get it. yeah, totally got it. Like it was, just, it was so funny. And then I think I was crying, so I started laughing because I noticed I
3: knew the ridiculousness of what I must look like right now. So um, like I have to interrupt, yeah, because I'm I'm laughing now recounting a very similar experience. And I listened to a radio station, a local radio station, and they changed their format during <laughs> COVID, right?
2: Oh, nice.
3: And yeah. I was not comfortable with it. Yeah. and I remember sitting at the supper table one night talking to Alan and I literally started sobbing because the radio station changed format. It had nothing to do with the radio station. Mm-hmm. No. But I'm like mm-hmm. if I would have that checklist I wonder yep. how many of those yep. I would have checked. Yeah, you know no. and his response is yeah you're not okay. Like yeah. and it was so absurd and you know as soon as it happened and as soon as it passed then I started laughing going how ridiculous is this yep. going to be when I go talk to my doctor and say, "Yeah, so here's what happened, right? My radio station started playing '90s music, and now, I'm, you know, <laughs> now I can't I'm take in it. Tears, like I lost the '70s show, which is my youth, right?" Mm-hmm. And she's like, "Yeah, that's not good." Mm-hmm. But and, and I apologize; I don't mean to take it no. away. But I'm no, like, oh, no, that's exactly it's, it. It's not. Exactly exactly really not. It's, not it's, like, it's, it's not the issue, but it was the trigger, if you will. Yeah. Yep. And it was absolutely insane. I still don't like 90s music, let's be clear. <laughs> <laughs> oh
0: my God, I don't know how you even survive. 90s music is like my jam. It is like the greatest music of all time. Um, but all of that stuff, like those things are all ways with which we change, right? And that's, that's just bringing it on... Realizing, I'm not saying that everyone needs to go to their doctor and get diagnosed with something because that's not going to fix everything that that is a problem no. in your life. And
2: if you put a meme up that you have ADHD, I fucking hate you because you don't know what that's like. So yeah. anyway, but I but I understand. Like I totally understand. It's just there's there's more complications just because you're like absent-minded does not make you this. Just because you're worrying about the future does not make you Agreed. that right. Or your the radio station that that's not it's a it's it's some there's more to it there's more to it but you know what hey like there i i i personally know people that that would cause a complete meltdown and yeah it that's tough that's completely tough and i you know i love you for it i do i really do i just think it's um you know mental illness is like a very unknown realm um i can even say it on the other end of the stigma that comes with it, um, even the difficulties of trying to get help. Um, not, I've had good help. Like I've had help from from you know from my doctor and and from my partner and and you know from from mental health uh, professionals. But it is interesting to to talk to people you know on a day to day. Like I I tried to explain my situation to because uh, I'm trying to get my mortgage fixed in the situation. because so I'm like oh, I'm off work. I don't have no money. Right. And the the insurance company basically was like well they they laughed at me and I'm like well did you need me to break my fucking leg in order for this to be a reality and uh, you know like there's no response and that's the unfortunate truth of it right that uh, having a mental illness is you know it's not a it's not real for some and uh, that's something that I live with and having to I guess I don't wanna say respect, but just I have to I have to I have to figure out what that means. Right?
3: Well I think people hide behind comprehension. So not being able to understand it is the shield for them to say, I don't get it, therefore I don't understand it, I don't have it, I can't see it. And we need to shift to compassion mm-hmm. about it, right? Mm-hmm. I you know, I sent you that link earlier when you get a chance to to watch it, I've watched it three times. It is absolutely mind-numbing that my daughter sent me a, a link about compassion versus comprehension. Mm-hmm. I'm like, who's teaching who here, right, right now, right? Exactly. Like goes completely, and it and it and it applies to so many facets of mm-hmm. our life,
2: mm-hmm.
3: right? And it it's not about understanding. It's not about knowing. It's not about having to have somebody explain it to you so that you get it intellectually. It's just be compassionate about it, right? Right, like come from that place uh, and, and things are so much different
0: well, and i think you even hit like even from way back from the beginning it's all about empathy right just you didn't you haven't experienced the actual what like Marino's going through or what i had to go through you've never actually had it but you can at least empathize that it is a real thing and it is something that we are going through even if it is something that you haven't gone mm-hmm. through.
3: I try to empathize. Yes. I try. Don't know if I'm empathizing properly. It was good yeah. enough. <laughs> for for the radio, it was perfect. Got
2: it. But, 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 but all honesty, I know people who that has happened, right? Like, and that is a thing. It's, it's, it's like, it, and that's their thing. So like, I'm not trying to <coughs> diminish what you've experienced or say, like, oh, it's a joke. It's that. hardly that. I'm not even saying that. I'm just saying there are people that honestly you you move a cup here, I'm moving a cup right now, and that boom done. and you have to you have to have compassion for that. you have to have compassion for that person and have an understanding. um you know, like that that is a re- yeah, thanks.'re <laughs> just moving the cup everywhere care for it right now. Um, so it's just but it's a thing and and I don't know, I don't know. I live with it every day my my doctor he's so funny about it because he just he's like you you're probably the most self-actuated or like you have this self-realization of your mental illness. Like you, you can, you already know, like, you know, when that happened, that like, he's like, you know, the, the specifics mm-hmm. of it so well. And I said to him, well, you, you get to witness it. I get to live with it. Right. And I, he was trying to say, well, you should be talking to people about this. Like you should be speaking or you know, whatever. I don't know what he wanted me to do with it, but he basically was like, you have the gift of sharing it with people, I guess is what he was trying to say. And I just was like, yeah, but I live with it. Like, I live with it. It's not your job. It's not yeah. my job, exactly, mm-hmm. right? And I respect what he was saying, but yeah. at the same time, I am kind of wanted to say fuck you, too. Because it's like, I live with this. Like, yeah. I don't get to shut this off.
0: I think... I, I, I agree. Because I think it's also important for us to get take that cup. I,
2: I, need, I need to drink a lot <laughs> of um,
0: Because we all people that um think that we're always there to fight the gay fight and people that are always expecting us to fight the trans fight and all that stuff it's not my it's not our job to make you understand why we are the way we are or why we need to fight for our rights or why we expect you to allow us to live just as equally as you live
3: why do they even need to understand it just, just let us live but, uh, that's just exactly but the I same think way you, as i want them to live their lives. yeah
0: exactly. we, we i don't understand the way they live their lives but i i let it happen but i think that's just it it's not it's not our job to let them know we i don't expect them to for them to be our job to make us know right because i know i've been told too that um if i should you know I've had this mental illness. I should share it with people. It's very personal. Mm-hmm. It's not like I just go around saying, hey, I had this like psychotic break one time, and it's great. I'm fine now, but whoa, you should have seen me five years ago. Like, It's not one of those... It's not a very easy icebreaker to have at parties. I don't know. But then again, I, because I, I'm able to talk about it so openly now... They expect that I can go up in, like, a, what, an audience? Like,
2: have a TED Talk on it. I'm like, fuck you.
0: Yeah. Like, I, I'm not going to go in an like, audience no. of, like, school kid children and yeah. say, hey, I mean, when you think you're sad, go to your doctor. Yeah. Like, fuck. no. No. Not my job. No, it's not. Not no. my job. Um, okay, so speaking of not my job, um, I think right now we're going to take a break because now I need to have more drinks because this talk was really depressing my god mm. Mm. before we go to break oh though, shit, no you have yet to share what you're changing i'm gonna say it at the uh, on our next segment oh. yeah oh. it's that's a teaser wow look at him he's really good at the tease yeah he really isn't it's it's oh. my, yeah <laughs> <laughs> what you see is what you get people um all right so we are going to be you know right? this is radio yeah no, <laughs> this is exactly i always treat it like it's radio but whatever um so uh just wait for a word from our sponsors Okay, and we are back. So we had um, plenty of shots just to calm our nerves. And... Body shots. Let's be clear. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. We tried to do them off me and Eric, but they kept on rolling off our stomachs. So we're like, we need someone with flatter abs. So Marino right the... is here. Yes. Exactly. Well, no. These two <clears throat> kindly offered up their stomachs, slapped them on the table, and now they're just full of tequila and salt. Is that is that what we do? I don't even remember. I mean uh, yeah, I look at Eric like we've ever done body shots before, ever in our lives. Glad I could be part of taking away away. Yeah. First time. <laughs> Thank oh, you. there's, your,
2: Thank there's you. your there's your there's your
0: cherry. Yeah. Wow. There's mine. Yeah. Look at that. You can all, you can now call him daddy for the rest of the time. Okay. Nice. <laughs> Thanks, body shot, daddy. <laughs> 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 he's, that's what he's going in my phone as from now on. Body shot. Yeah. I'm, yeah. He's gonna call me, and then Eric's like, "Who's body shot, daddy?" And I'm like, "You have met him, stupid." <laughs> it's gonna happen. Um, Okay, so actually, speaking of Body Shot Daddy, um, (laughs) one of the things that uh, has actually changed, many of the things that have changed in your life, Dwayne, is that you've recently, after a lengthy time with your partner, have changed the dynamics of the relationship. Did you want to talk about that?
3: Sure. Sure. Awkwardly says yes. Um, Well, I wasn't sure what change you were talking about. Uh, Oh yeah, Uh, I I think there's
0: well, at least one big change. Uh, So you've been with your now partner for 22 years? 23 years. 23 years. Um, And the whole time, hopefully, you thought at least it was monogamous? Yep. Okay. You never know. No
3: reason to think it wasn't. Okay, good. Uh, But now you've... Now we've opened opened the relationship. Okay. And... uh, It was an interesting conversation um, over the holidays, Christmas holidays, Mm -hmm. and I don't even remember how it came up. I think it was a couple of glasses of wine, and we got a text from a friend who he thinks is quite attractive, but I see more as a a former employee, Mm -hmm. and and don't see him that way. Not that he isn't good looking, but um, just don't see that. You couldn't see it, yeah. And so then, you know, a comment made, and he sort of led, and I'm like, well, if you want to invite him over, like, go you know whatever right and he's like would you you know it sort of became one of those maybe i don't want to say drunken conversation because i don't think we were drunken but you know it had a couple of glasses of wine um and then the next day you know sober second thought it yep. was you know yeah, this is what we talked about is this really what we you know agreed upon and it was one of those things where you had the clearer minds and said mm-hmm. you know what would that look like and you know i remember reaching out to you on insta and going mm-hmm okay this is what we're thinking like between you and me like holy shit after 23 years what does that look like right and, and not knowing you know what does the what are the ground rules right? mm-hmm. what are the parameters that we're gonna operate in because neither of us are looking for another relationship yeah right I'm not looking for a thruple I'm not oh. looking for a, a side you know boyfriend if you will mm-hmm. um, and I don't think he's not because nope. that's what we've discussed um, I just don't want to speak for him uh, but it's one of those things where you lay out the, the sort of expectations, and I think we both thought, oh, the the newness and excitement of it all might be the you know the spice the, that, the, the spice that you're looking to right. add back mm-hmm. into a relationship yep. after 23 years. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. Because you know, thing, things tend to become a little mundane, a little more, a little less wild, a little more yeah. mild, right? <laughs> and so, and it and it's interesting because since we've had that conversation I think things have been um, definitely more like they were in the beginning which Good. is great right so there's been definite benefits at, at home between us um, the rest of our our openness is more of a don't ask don't tell which we chose to, yeah. to, to sort of have more out of a respect for the other right like yep. I don't want to know that you're going out doing and the I things. don't want to ask right if you want to share that's fine but it's not about that
2: um, it's not a competition
3: it's not a competition and it's about making sure that the other happy right and if if we cross that that line where all of a sudden one of us is feeling um, jealous or, mm-hmm. or insecure then we've agreed the relationship will close and and we'll go back okay. to being monogamous but right not had that um, come up uh, and it's quite funny because just i find it just fascinating just to watch and i'm like you know we've got grinder we've got all the apps right and you go online i'm like it's just the excitement of it has, you know, definitely waned. Mm-hmm. Right? But it was like when I first joined Instagram. Oh, it was so great! When I first joined Twitter, it was so great. Mm-hmm. Right now, I have no social media on my, yeah, other than those apps, if you will. Um, and it's like, it really, is starting to become quite repetitive quite quickly so I'm like oh great here it is six months in and I'm already bored to tears going <laughs> like, we have to come up with a new one exactly. what are you going to do next no, um, no idea I, I think, think we'll get another tattoo
0: <laughs> hey see that, that that's easy uh, and at least that, that decision isn't permanent right because um, I, I, I I liked having that conversation with you uh, back then because of course me I believe every relationship should be open because I just think everyone should be having sex all the time with whoever they want to have sex with but um, I just know that it's a dynamic that we often don't think of as the norm mm-hmm. because that's just the way that we were either we've been brought up or that's just how you know it always has been quote unquote or that's how your family is or to be very it's very tough to try to discuss that kind of thing with friends and family um, all, for all those reasons. And I'm not I'm not saying bad things about any of them, because even today we had a conversation with Eric's mother and she brought up the fact that we had an open relationship. And that was it's like that I don't yeah. bring up the fact that you guys like it's not a thing that is important about us. It's like we don't talk about your monogamy yes. as a exactly. as a caveat yeah. of your relationship like you know that's expected of you this is what's expected of us and i think a lot like you say Dwayne, it's that that ever once people say here that we have an open relationship they think it's hedonistic what goes on in
1: our house yeah. and that there have been there have been many times that my mother's thought we have a revolving door in our house i'm like i don't think you i don't like we're not getting late as much as you think we're getting late. Exactly.
2: It's just
0: like, it's not actually what happens, and and it's the same thing. Like uh, Eric and I do have a don't ask, don't tell policy, but unfortunately, I fucking tell everyone what goes on every like it, like you see it on my Twitter, you see it on my whatever. Everyone right. knows what I get up to. So he all he has to do is log on and be like, yeah. oh, what? Three times he tells Twitter before he tells
1: me. I'm like, so hot.
0: Yeah. I'm like whatever. <laughs> I just
3: it's it's a thing. I, I just think for us it was about. Without having had the conversation, then it's about being deceitful and cheating yep. mm-hmm. because you're doing it behind the other person's back, mm-hmm. right? Whereas if you have the conversation, establish the ground rules um, that work for you, work for us, work for whoever, yep. then those are the parameters that you live within. And until they become unacceptable, you continue to live with them. And it's a the, literally communication was the key like, talk about it, talk about it, talk about it. And you're right, it isn't right for everybody. And it might not be right for us long term, but it's right right now. Right,
0: if it's making your relationship that much better right right now, then who's to? And how is that bad? And honestly, I think you just hit hit it on the head of communication. Mm -hmm. That's what it's all about. It's not about the sex with other people. Right. It's about us being able to openly communicate Mm -hmm. with each other in whatever. Because again, if you don't think that how. what a x percentage of of those monogamous couples out there aren't getting anything from the side they're just not talking about it so what's like their communication is not as good as ours and again it just shows that gay people are better so i just think clearly right Mm. there's there's my i'm going
1: to clarence thomas with this one but like (laughs) (laughs) how many monogamous and i'll say hetero couples have have we come across or have been like, well, if they'd only just talk to me about it, exactly. I probably would right. have been open to it. And it's like... Did you did you give them
0: that option with which to feel comfortable yes. coming to you and having this conversation? Yes. I think as um, as queer people, we are more open to non-conformity than mm-hmm. exactly. most. Mm-mm. So and I think that is just one... I, right?
2: I always wanted to abolish marriage for everyone. For that very I,
0: reason. I, I, I think we need to have it as something else. Like, it's... Yeah. Uh, uh, even if it is just for land ownership. Like, if that's... Yeah, I mean, come on, let's
2: be real, right? Like, that's
0: what marriage used to be. Like, exactly. that, that's why we and traded our it still is. Yeah. Because, anyway.
3: I know. I just... I, I'm not a huge believer in the institution of marriage for many reasons. Because
0: you, you are not married to your partner, right? See, mm-hmm. and that... And if I ever, I call him your husband, I call everyone, everyone calls each other husbands. Right? And that's just it. Like, so, but uh, that's what I was going to say. Like, even though it's legal
3: here in Canada, still, Mm -hmm. you still have opted not to do it. Right. And when we met, um, you know, same sex relationships weren't legal, they weren't acknowledged. We had to have, you know, special papers drawn up by our lawyers so that if I was in a hospital or he was in the hospital, we could have access to make mm-hmm. life-changing decisions mm-hmm. right we had to have and we still to this day have those documents to protect yeah. ourselves but it's one of those things where you know we weren't able to add each other to benefits yeah right mm-hmm. like the, the common things where it didn't matter but you know the government would be happy to take your tax dollars as a married couple like there it was so I don't want to say one-sided because it wasn't it was just really you know double standard yes is what it was mm-hmm. and you know now mm-hmm. that we've come so far thank God in Canada we're to the point where we don't need to get married anymore because a piece of paper isn't going to change yep. anything yep. that we've been through over 23 years, right? Like, mm-hmm. if you want to stay together, get a mortgage because yep. it is a hell of a lot harder to get out of a mortgage than it is to get out exactly. of a marriage. I wish
0: someone would have told me that before I got into a mortgage with this guy.
3: 1200 bucks and a lawyer, your marriage is over. Yeah. Right? Get out of a mortgage. You got realtor fees. You got closing costs. causing interest. Like, it just goes on and on and on, right? Like, that's an investment. So, and we joke about it, but no kidding. It is harder to get out of something like a mortgage than it is to get out of a marriage. And you know, you look at Hollywood, which whether or not that becomes a a great thing, people are getting married for the seventh, eighth time. Like Mm -hmm. it's just, Mm -hmm. it's no longer about what the institution of marriage, I think, used to be or used to represent. And I'm not saying that that was right. I'm Just going today, it just seems to be transactional, right? And, And everyone's having a party so that they can get a gift. Right. And I'm like, let's just have a party and bring me gifts. I'm, like, I'm all over that, right? Um, but yeah, so things change, and yep. you know, it, it's been interesting, and I like it. I thought you were gonna ask about my ink. Oh God, so that's my midlife that, crisis. That's, that's, just a fun. <laughs> that's fine.
2: Do you feel okay? So I, I for myself, and I know I talked a little bit on my last episode, but um, of my relationship, but um, do you feel? Do you feel a sense of like relief? That you had that conversation with your partner and that now because you are, you have this understanding that you feel more connected to him?
3: I try to live my life to make his life better. Mm -hmm. That's that's the purpose Mm -hmm. of my life. See, I do the opposite. And so, if, <laughs> <laughs> it, no, I'm It's not all about so Marina. Yeah. 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 So we are the same. We are twins. Like it's... Like <laughs> okay, but go on. Brother Sorry. Brother from another mother there. Yeah. Um, and I think, and you know, I think he lives that way for me as well. Yeah. So I'm all about him being happy. And if this is what it takes for him to be happy and if it's what it takes for me to be happy, mm-hmm. that's the win. So having had the conversation was I'm prepared to try something if it will make you happy. No. And he was equally prepared to try if it would make me happy. I don't know that we knew that it was what, what we wanted. I think the conversation started with, oh, we, he wants to invite mm-hmm. her our hot friend over to, yeah, to fool around, right? And, right? and I think it sort of trend, you know, evolved over a couple more glasses of wine and became, oh, maybe this is what we should consider as an alternative, right? Because then if you want to invite him over and I'm not here, then I wouldn't know, right? Mm-hmm. And, but it, I think from that perspective, we're really just trying to make each other have the best life we can. Yeah, that's fantastic. And uh, that's sort of the way it goes. It doesn't mean we don't always get along, because believe me, there are days, moments, mm-hmm. and we've, Three stories in our house, and Mm -hmm. sometimes that's not Not enough enough. for two people, right? Mm -hmm. uh, I I kid because we we generally don't fight.
0: Uh, And that's it's the same. I I don't know. And we talk. Eric and I talk about it all the time. That because there we do have, and I I hate always referring to everything because we have this open relationship. Mm -hmm. But we communicate a lot. There we don't feel that there's many secrets between each other we hardly get into very many arguments because we haven't mm-hmm. withhold any information from each other. And that's usually why most people g- get into fights. Yeah. Like uh, if he, if we have a different I hate- opinion, I tell him he's stupid. He says why he thinks he's right. And then I say why I think I'm right. And then we kind of just leave it at that. Yeah. We don't get into very much an
1: argument. But, and I hate when people say that because we don't argue as much, like people who don't argue in relationships, that means that there's, Something's wrong with the relationship and they're withholding something. Mm-hmm. But if you're communicating properly, like, exactly. yeah, don't get me wrong, we've had our yelling matches, we've had a yelling match. Mm-hmm. Maybe too. Yeah, but
0: we also have yelling matches for fun.
1: Oh, no, 100%. Right? We will walk through your superstore and, like, call each other cunts because, you know.
0: We want to show them that gay marriage is real. Uh, yeah. Like, that's.
1: Yeah. Um. <laughs> <laughs> it's <laughs> no different than Exactly. Marriage. Gay marriage is just as shitty as straight marriage, people. <laughs> Yeah, mm-hmm. because you didn't get your potato puffs. Exactly. Yeah. Um. <laughs> Fuckers. <laughs> I don't know what that um. is. T- <laughs> t- it's the cheap version of tater tots. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. yeah. Without the oniony flavor to it. Yeah. So. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, my point is, is that because we do talk about everything, and I do mean everything, including, you know, like, yeah, we have a don't ask, don't tell, but like, we'll still be like, so I hooked up with this dude the other day. Like, just casually, because that communication has allowed us to to negate a lot of the things that most people would fight about, including things like jealousy.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. It's either...
0: And because most, pe- most marriages, uh, their arguments are based on money, or jealousy, mm-hmm. or other kind of hurt feelings because people are withholding the truth. And we have no money, so we can't fight about yeah. it. <laughs> and uh, there's no jealousy because he knows that I'm having sex with more people. And and we don't hide anything. Like, if he wants to know any, like you said before, if he wants to know anything that's going on in my life, all he has to do is log on to Twitter or Instagram. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm.
1: it's all right there. Or so, half the time, my phone tells me because it tells me when the door unlocks. Yes, and then on the Whatever. But
0: still, I just, I think that it's a very, I don't know, I, I hate saying that we have the healthiest relationship of anyone I know. But we, we don't, mm-hmm. we're not going around doing crazy shit. But I don't know. Are so, Dwayne? Are you happy with the decision that you've made in in the change for your life? Like, yeah, um,
3: I, I think I would say happy. I, I, I'm pausing because I go, is happy the same as not unhappy? Because for me, it's been
2: uneventful. Right. What about I, satisfied? I, well, or not satisfied? What are you content with it? Like, mm-hmm. are you? Do you feel like this has brought you more?
3: More joy, more
2: joy. I don't want to say the fucking word joy. Really yeah. more, more joy in your life. Joy, joy. Yeah.
3: I think initially it's brought us better communication, and that brings me more joy. The you know, the apps, as I was saying earlier, are, are, are a nightmare. They're just not what I thought they were going to be. Like I'm, I'm mm-hmm. disappointed in and in that's those, and that's but,
0: one thing that everyone else has to realize that because you have been in this twenty-three year relationship, right. you have missed the entire app revolution. Mm-hmm. Okay. So you're just
3: jumping into it now. Like, so online chat, when I you used to online chat, yeah. was like IRC. Yeah, I was yeah. say AOL. IRC, mm-hmm. right? Oh, no, yeah. I didn't even have AOL. We couldn't oh. afford it, yeah. right? But <clears throat> MSN had Messenger yes. at the very beginning, right? So yep. fun, um, you know. Like, there's those are early days of what chat was, and yeah. it's like, oh, you could actually talk to someone. You know, and you'd have rooms where you'd yep. be yep. chatting, right? Like, very rarely would you have a private room because you just chatted to the room. Yep. And now everything is, like, direct with whoever. Mm-hmm. But, you know, and so many people are, are not interested. I'm about having a conversation
0: first,
3: mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, this is not the that is platform not the, to do the that. I'm no. like so many, I'm like, the well, same Christian mingle. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Farmer's only. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, sorry.
3: Wrong <laughs> one. So, yeah, I find that part of it to be disappointing not in a bad way, but mm-hmm. I think I had expectations that they were going to be so, you know, great and awesome. And, mm-hmm. and I'm like, wow, they're, nope. they're, they're just, want... just like Facebook, only worse. Yeah, they just want to
0: see your dick and then yeah. bend over for you. That's totally. literally mm-hmm. it. Yeah, they don't want to know your name.
3: Agreed. Mm-hmm. We had that conversation.
0: Yeah, and <laughs> I think you just—that's one of those things. It's—it's um, it's, uh, as uh, as a person, I have gr- like I don't I haven't grown up with Grinder, but I've used it for so long that as I'm one of those gays that are just jaded towards, it and I use it as a tool with which I know exactly what it's to be used for. Um, same same thing, like other the scruff and jacked and growler and whatever. Yeah, I know. Yeah, write them all down. I'll you send write them all you. Down. I'll give you the same. cliff notes later. Yeah. Yeah. I remember when it used to not That's be the same?
3: Gay dot is that? Great? I do. <laughs> and we, yeah. Well, no. Yeah, but I do want
2: to. Although ma- they still sell, send me emails for my birthday. I do, which is I crazy. Do, for reference back, I do want to talk about Craigslist. No, I don't really want to talk about Craigslist. But Craigslist knew what it was. Oh, I Craigslist. Even, a, I
3: don't even know what Craigslist Oh, is, That uh, yeah, was
2: child. It. Yeah. But I it could, was like
1: it was like the shady version of
2: Kijiji. I could tell you stories. Yeah. Oh man, yeah. There mm-hmm. were a few. Is
3: it like three lines free when I was in university?
2: Kind yes, kind of like that in a way. Oh, yeah, yeah. But I know what you mean by three wins free. Like it just you. There was joy. There was joy. There was. <laughs> there was there joy was, somewhere else. There other was. Than your heart. There was a thing about it that was like exciting. Right. Let me just put it that way, because it was really it was so random and so and you knew it was random and so like not right. Yeah. That you knew. Taboo. Yeah, it, not taboo. It was would, dirty. It was just. It was, yeah. I yeah. don't know. I don't know. It, 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 it.
0: If that was your thing, if that is what you were going for at that time, is just to have um, nasty, dirty, anonymous sex. Craigslist was your thing. Mm. See, whereas, uh, so, so Dwayne's looking at me so right now. Christian mingle. Right? Yes, yeah. not what
3: you want. Opposite end. I yep. will
2: say, though, like, you know, no, I don't know if this is the, the right word to pivot, but uh, your involvement with Kinetic. Like there's a space that I have to say that, you know, if you want your, you know, your your enjoyment Mm -hmm. level that is quite satisfying, I would have to say that would be a kind of a place that I would want to go to.
0: Yeah. Um, And I welcome everyone that wants to come there. I tell you, Mm -hmm. go, go try it out and see what it's like. One of my good friends uh, came for the first time. Last uh, like the last men's night we had, he was scared to death because again he's had all the worries and everything, and he had a whole fill in good time. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. he <laughs> uh, he's he definitely fulfilled. He, mm-hmm. he definitely was at least three times. So like
2: just back with Derek, like when you're talking about the apps and the dissatisfaction, I can from my single days <clears throat> of knowing and 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 you know going to sex clubs and bathhouses and what have you. I know those are different things, but. I know that I would find good times at a sex club. I know I would find one because of the fact that it just... The expectations were what they were. I always found with the apps, there was always like this bitter taste of... I don't know what it is. It's just... It's just... It's disappointment. Bitter taste of disappointment. That's the best way I can describe it.
0: Yeah. From people going... Even... From everyone, even as you start. Yeah. Like, I will already be disappointed in the... Uh, in the night that I've had and then you come and start talking to me so I automatically am transferring that to you because I just got rejected from this guy and now I'm pissed like this is who I really wanted to have sex with and now you start talking to me I'm gonna mm -mm, you're still gonna get my feelings so yes noted yeah um and I you know I will be happy to drag you two along on the next kinetic adventure but uh, I you have to I will make you plan ahead so far in advance, dear. Mm-hmm. Like, well, yeah, we'll put that in the calendar. <laughs> we
2: talked about this. We, Just this. Imagining, yeah, <clears throat> into a
3: bar. Yeah. so long. Well, and it's. Uh, do you go out at six? Like, is it an early
0: night? Yeah, uh, uh, we don't have like the uh, early bird special or the <laughs> blue light. The blue is that what it is? <clears throat> we do have a red light, but it's something very, very different. Um, the reason I like going there is because I actually like. I don't. I don't go there for sex. I go there for the people that go there. Right. I, I like the whole. It yeah. is. It's a. It's a bar slash pub slash dance floor slash whatever. But I do enjoy just the conversations and the camaraderie that's there. Everyone's there for the same thing. There's no. Uh, there's literally no. Nothing between us. You're naked, like. You can either, or I've seen you walk naked from the dude that you were just banging into the bathroom. Right. And now you're down grabbing a beer and your wang's still hanging out. Like, it's just so different. And then everyone, it's not like you are at the gay clubs where, I hate to say it, twinks rule. Because that's just how it is. That's what they cater towards. It's not how it is here. They're, literally, they're on the bottom of the pecking order. Like, you just stay down there. And it's a it's such a great little i don't know it's just what I enjoy the fun and exciting things
2: but to ask you is that is this the change that you want to talk about or? well no
0: there is um it actually led to what good segue you were amazing I know, I know this. um so it actually led to a lot of what I wanted to do so over the past two years um, I've really embraced the whole persona of the gay agenda like i've I I started out with it as someone that I I wanted myself to be. like I want to be more like this person. I want to be open and honest and uh, very out there and uh, just able to you know communicate and you know touch people appropriately. And uh, it's just it's uh, I never thought that I would actually be able to get there. but over the past two years, I've like literally just realized I'm, I, this is something I actually love doing. Right. And then just going to places like um, Kinetic and just understanding that I enjoy, I enjoy like men and I enjoy sex with men having sex and men being able to have sex. And even just sitting there talking, what I find is that I've, everyone has these. The, everything that I am always worried and concerned about in myself, like my, my body image, my, my mental instability sometimes, uh, the roadblocks that I put on myself in order to be happy and everything like that, that everyone else has them. And I just, it it disgusts me that this person who I'm sitting across from, this gorgeous hunk, is worried and has body insecurity issues. It's like, what are you talking about? Like, but just hearing it and being able to be open and honest and everything like that, and them saying thank you for actually getting them, getting me to talk, it's, I've realized that this is actually something that I enjoy doing. Mm -hmm so and it scares me because I only just told Eric yesterday again because I wait for the very last minute to warn everybody and I had to tell him before I dropped it on the world I'm actually going back to school
2: oh that's fantastic yes um,
0: I am going to be getting I'm going to go into uh, sex therapy and that's actually what I really really want to do so not just so I can have sex with random people that's very different it's a perk. Yeah, it would be a perk if it was legal. So it really kind of isn't. But, so yeah, I wanted but to. But how else are you going
1: to demonstrate proper blowjob techniques?
0: That's right. Well, I can't actually talk <coughs> and do the blowjob at the same time. So maybe I'll just have a YouTube recording mm. of me as I'm going. Yeah, Voice okay. over. Yeah. that's. I'm, I'm, I'm going back to school as a 40-year-old man and going to get
1: a degree. Good for you. How disgusting And
0: he's doing a double major. Yes, I'm double majoring. I know because I'm that Mm. person. I know, I'm such Mm -hmm. a loser. Mm. Um, (laughs) uh, Psychology and sociology. I'm going to use that to get into, I'm going to use that for my um, master's in therapy and then go into sex therapy from that. And I'm going to specialize in um, the lgbtq plus community because I don't think we have enough people that we can talk to. Mm -hmm. it's very difficult for us to talk um, gay sex to a straight woman Mm -hmm. I think it is she does not know what it feels like for us to have gay sex same as a man half the time if it's a straight man that you're talking to you don't know so I just I think I want to I want to be that guy and I've got the time to do it because like I think we discussed I'm going to live another fucking 60 years so (laughs) I may as well change and do it right now The scary part is, if that's not scary enough, because I'm uh, probably old enough to teach the class and all the youngins are going to be there. But I'm doing it mostly without financial aid. I'm going to do it as I can afford it. And that being said, if people want to help, please remember that I do have uh, two. uh, What's the word I'm looking for? Only Pants? No, that uh, was subscription sites. There we go. So I do have subscription sites. So if you would like to help me on my journey, by all means, you can subscribe to those. You don't have to watch it because, my God, you'd be terrified at the things that happen on there. But... Um, <laughs> or maybe you wouldn't. It could be something that you would be able to show your wife. That's how it should be done. <laughs> um, but yes, so I've already kind of mapped it out. Uh, oddly enough, I know... I can show you. I've got four years worth of all my my classes. My heart grew three signs. I know. (laughs) I know. I did that before. I even showed Eric. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, I've got all my classes mapped out and know exactly what classes I need to take, which year, which semester, whatever. Um, I've got all the ones that I'm going to challenge the exams on because I can. Mm -hmm. And so I'm hoping that that's going to make my degree come faster. But... That is that is my big news for my season finale. So, yes, I'm going back to school to hopefully help y'all. Because I do it anyways. That's where it's kind of all started. Me being on Grindr mm-hmm. and people asking me, because I don't know, do I have a kind face? I don't know. That's literally where I got the term Gay Yoda from is because everyone asking me these questions about you know uh how do how am i supposed to tell my boyfriend this uh i'm not i haven't never had sex before what do i need to do i'm like you are 18 year old you've never talked to me in your life but you think i can tell you what step by step how to walk through anal like i don't know how to do that but people kept on asking and i don't know so yeah it is something that i just really like doing i know that's awesome so yeah that's my story good for you yeah now I'm now I'm exhausted I was so so worried and petrified telling Eric last night because mm-hmm. again I don't I don't do these things like, like I don't tell people anything and so I'm like okay now I've told you it's over but now it's like now I've said it and it's out in the real world and like Dwayne I've just manifested it mm-hmm. and it terrifies me <clears throat> because now I'm not living in the now I'm I'm living in the future. So you're
3: living into a future. Yeah. yeah. You're and living in the future.
0: Yeah. It's like, it scares it. me because now I've said it. What if I fail again? What if I don't do all these things? And then people are going to judge me and everything. And it's like, I don't, do I care anymore? No. no. But it's just something that. Are you, you
2: starting in September?
0: Um,
2: yes. Okay, right. It's great. Yeah. It's great. Your future.
0: Yes. So I'm going to. It's yeah. It's it's there. It's planning. So I'm gonna see as much as I can do, and then we'll figure it out.
3: And you're mm-hmm. gonna work while you do. Yes. it? Yes. Yeah. Nice. That's gonna be a I long know. day. Yeah. It, it'll. He already go goes to bed at like four o'clock. I was gonna say, but he still yeah. He has the ability to stay up past midnight. Exactly. Yeah.
1: <laughs>
0: yeah i'm not that old
3: i stayed up till 9 30 last
0: night i'm so proud i'm so proud of you so he last, was 10
3: mm, yeah by the time i got to bed it was 10 yeah i yeah, i was, I was,
0: was actually, actually i came to bed very. <laughs> i don't know why i think i wanted to make sure that i was up early so we could clean the house and so it actually looked okay for for y'all that would like um
3: because you know we're judging i know yeah.
1: having gays in my house yeah. very yeah. judging and then my mother unexpectedly stopped by for breakfast and so we're like oh well oh, uh oh. <laughs> so yeah So yeah, I went to bed early last night,
0: and I I was awake and refreshed, and still, I'm still terrified for today, but whatever. So yes, it's out there. If you have questions, comments, want to ask me all the personal skank questions. Sponsor your education. If you want to sponsor my education, by all means, I'll call you daddy. I don't care. Um, I think um, it's one of those things that if I don't try now, uh, what the fuck, I'm going to piss myself off and say I never made the right decision. So I'd, I'd rather just try it now. If I fail, I fail. But hey, who knows? Mm-hmm. Maybe I'll do good and I'll be the next... Uh, I don't want to say Dr. Ruth because she's American. But I picture myself as Dr. Sue Johansson.
2: Oh, God love her. Because
0: I'm going to be of that age by
2: the time I finally mm-hmm. get to my doctorate. She should be the only one like with authority I know. In, any, in any situation. Yeah. Like really. like Whatever Sue says is...
3: Sunday sex show with Dr. Sue so good so
0: good Um, oddly because of radio that's uh, it used to be on radio before it was on TV yeah I used to listen to it with one of my friends who um, which was looking back now it seems really strange but we used to be on the telephone listening to Sunday night sex with Sue and he was like same age as me and it was very somewhat erotic because it's two, we were two males talking about this sex show at the same. It was, I don't know, that's just really weird now that I see them. But so maybe I can be that like sexual conduit for young males out there to.
2: She, touch she, peepees she could give advice on fisting and you would be like thanks grandma yeah yeah <laughs> but she would know not maybe because she knows because she knows like she never was like oh mm-hmm. i've done this 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 and this she yep. just would tell you mm-hmm. she'd be like use lots of lube mm-hmm. relax yep spit on it spit on it be okay you man. know what i mean yeah. and it would it, nothing faced her and i was just like oh i love this woman yeah
1: oh. there's no judgment in anything she ever talked about no yeah she was amazing. Yeah. But yeah,
0: that's I—that's I, what I aspire to be. So if anyone ever, like, you know, when they're like, what do you want to be when you grow up? I want to be, you know, <laughs> yeah. I want to be Dr. Sue. That's,
2: that's a role model that we yeah. all should
0: have. I love her. She's amazing. I even want to wear her blouses. Because <laughs> <laughs> that floral print. Lord but Jesus, That was amazing. All right. Uh, okay, so with that, I am going to wrap it up. Holy God, we've been talking forever. Um, I want to thank my dear friends, uh, that were here joining me in my journey and in in my journey i was was also thinking sojourned but i did it again english not my first language um see it's all it's it's a difficult language to master i just want to thank everybody for being here um thank you everyone for sharing their stories and we will see each other in a few weeks when i come back for season six you are taking the summer off i am taking the summer off because she needs to yeah um we gotta go have our hot girl summer (laughs) first can i also have a hot fat girl summer because i think that's also what i need i'm gonna be like we're fat so summer is always a hot fat that's true i want to be like crispy bacon in the sun like that i want to walk out in here sizzling yes yeah yes so we'll be back right before at pride pride Calgary. Oh, so front, yeah. yeah um see at the end of august and then yeah hopefully i will have all my dear friends back on when uh, that happens um buy some of merino's un- underwear swimsuits yeah why I'll, do i always do that you
2: know what it could have, maybe you're manifesting something in me uh, yeah.
0: See, i yeah. Mean? see maybe you just need to like shrink up the uh, the material and then yeah you've got it yeah. too so he like, like, used
1: to be like the next andrew Christensen. Christian. Christian,
2: yeah.
1: Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. See, you don't know your brand names. <laughs> He's it's such a good. terrible guy.
2: It's okay. Mm-hmm. It's okay. Yeah. So, like, if you want to follow me, uh, it's Mardanko. It's M-A-R-D-A-N-C-O. Find anything that says that, and you'll find me. Yep. So that's that. Um, sites up and all that stuff's up. It's it's a, honestly that's another conversation altogether. But yeah, mm-hmm. just just uh, if you want to come bug me, that's where to find. Support the cause. Support the cause, yep. and I'll have stuff up very soon.
0: Okay, um, and um, Dwayne, we've already talked about it. You ditched all your social media, so don't bother. Except a, the TikTok. I'm on a break for now. So we'll see
3: He's on that a social media high You can find <laughs> him on Scruff and Grinder. Yes, right? exactly. Like, mm-hmm. Okay, like,
2: you know. Yep. And then and and don't say hi. Just give a, give this just, guy a conversation here. Oh, I
0: was gonna say, just send a dick pic and then just see what you get. Uh, what we're calling the Porchlight Daddy. What was it? Uh, I can't even remember what his nickname was now.
2: Body, your... <laughs> You're You're body, body shot, body shot, daddy. Body shot, that should be your title for your.
0: You're changing it on grinder.
3: You're on Body shot, daddy. <laughs> <laughs> just change it to
0: body uh,
2: shot, daddy. Like really? Yeah, that, that's did you Just say
3: BSD. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> I just think
0: you might get something else, but yeah. never know. Um, all right, so that's all I got. So thank you everyone for being here, and we will see everyone in the at the end of summer. So enjoy and don't get too crazy out there. All right. Happy Pride, y'all. Bye. 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 Thank you for listening to this episode of The Gay Agenda. Don't forget you can follow us all on the tweets, the instas, and on the Facebooks at TheGayAgendaYYC.
1: If you like what we had to say, please like, comment, subscribe, leave a review, all that fun jazz. Thanks for listening, kids. Bye. Bye.
0: Love and light, bitches.